Okay, go for it. Um, excuse me, sir? Um, we're doing a project with this company we work for. We want to know what you think should be done with the neighborhood, what you feel about it, what you want to take out of it, and what you'd like to put be put in it. Welcome to Making Our Own Stories, a podcast where a group of kids in Cleveland explore and think about the future of their neighborhood. In this episode, the kids take it to the streets, interviewing strangers about what they'd like to see change and not change, and what they like and don't like in their neighborhood. Well, I feel like some of the neighborhood houses that is be told on a rebuild. Most of the nice people around, respectful people. I don't want to talk to anybody anymore. I'm scared now. Then the kids put all of what they hear together to see how it can inform the hands-on work they'll be doing this summer. Or maybe we could build something for the library, like a bench to go outside of the library or something like that. I think it tells how people perceive the neighborhood. And like, we just have like a bonfire and a picnic there and it'd be really nice. Fire and hot dogs and fire. I'm Justin Glanville and this is Making Our Own Stories. Making our own Making stories. Our own stories. Making our own stories. Know where you at? Buckeye. Where you from? Buckeye. It's another hot summer afternoon when I meet Ashanti, Jason, Jonathan, and Zoe on the lawn at Brit Oval. That's the public space they'll be transforming through some building projects this summer. They've already started constructing picnic tables and benches out of wood as a way of leaving their mark on the neighborhood making it a place that feels like it's for everyone, including kids. We'll be talking about what they're building in another episode, but first, we have some research to do. Um, Jason, do you remember what we're doing today? Uh, we're going to ask uh, people off the street questions. Yeah, what do you, and we're going to ask them questions about the neighborhood, right? Uh, do you have any questions you want to ask them? How do you feel about your neighborhood? That's Jason, and the other kids have questions, too. Ashanti says she wants to ask people what they think should stay in the neighborhood and what should be removed. And are you looking forward to this? Are you nervous? What's, what's going through your head? I'm looking forward to it so we can get some good input on what we should do. Other than that, they're just kind of planning to wing it. We practice a bit with the microphone and the recorder. So you kind of want to move the mic around so that you don't hear that as much, right? And then we're off. Ready? Let's go. All right. We start by walking down East 116th Street. That's one of the main north-south streets in the Buckeye neighborhood where we're focusing. And at first, the kids are not too happy with me. Oh no, that's way too far. My legs is hot. Zoe is the first one who volunteers to do some interviewing, and she's a bit nervous. Shanti, help me with my cords. My cords are falling. Luckily, she has a way to calm herself down. And my girl, my girl, she loves me. She hit me all the time. We see a couple of women ahead pushing a stroller. I don't want to talk to anybody anymore. I'm scared now. And Jonathan's still hot. My legs are baking. My legs is cooking, Jonathan. Things aren't getting off to a very good start, to say the least. 
And honestly, I get it. Approaching random strangers on the street and waving a microphone in their face, that's not easy for anyone. So I give these kids a ton of credit for even trying, even though I'm also worried we might not actually get any actual interviews on tape today. Oh, look, my shoe is untied. A few minutes later, we get to a nice shady plaza outside the local branch of the Cleveland Public Library. I'm gonna put, I'll put it on. It's a spot that's usually busy with people on their way in or out or just hanging out under a huge oak tree. And today's no exception. Jonathan takes the mic and he has a few words for himself. We're about to go see some people. Yeah, we're stalking them. Yeah, so we're stalking some people. Yeah. So basically, we're going to ask some people some questions. Yeah, we're weirdos. Let's do this. Oh. You're going to talk to um, That lady. Okay. Go for it. What do I say again? Hi, I'm Jonathan. I'm doing a project about the neighborhood. And then ask your question. Excuse me. Hi, I'm Jonathan. And we're doing a project on the neighborhood. And we want to know what, what you feel should be done with the neighborhood. What you like and what you don't like. Well, I feel like... Some of the neighborhood houses that is be torn down and rebuilt, but other than that, they're doing well in the neighborhood, and I really like what they're doing. Thank you for asking me. Yes, I agree with you a lot. It's definitely better. Yes. Thank you for your opinion. Thank you. Okay, and then you. <laughs> so then you would ask her name. Her name is Dina Dotson, and she lives right around the corner at East 110th and Woodland. She's been a resident of the area for 40 years. What do you like best? Uh, some of the people around here, the new houses they just rebuilt over there in my area. And I think that's very good for the neighborhood. Thank you. I definitely agree. Thank you. You have a blessed day. You too. And there we have it, our first interview. Zoe, it's not that hard. It's a definite turning point in the mood. I'm a natural. And right away, Jonathan approaches someone else, a boy about his age. Uh, hello, we're doing a project for our thing, and we're just asking people questions about what they think about the city, what they think should be done, and just having a little conversation with them. Is that all right with you? The boy's name is Najir. He lives just around the corner, too, on Buckeye Road, and he comes to the library a lot to use the computers. Mostly, Najir says he's really happy living here. I like everything about it. I really like everything about the city. Is there anything you feel we should change? Like... There should be like more police officers up there, like at stores, because we catch people stealing a lot and then they get away with it. And then they just let them do bad things. How do you feel about the library? Is there anything you want to change with the library or is it perfect? I think the library is very nice because they let us do arts and crafts. They let us um, color and stuff, get on computers. And they make us, and they make us read and I like how they make us read. Okay, thanks for sharing your opinions. Okay, okay. Awesome job, Jonathan. Really good. We walk inside the library, and the air conditioning gives everyone a boost. There's sunlight streaming through the windows, and it's time for someone else to try. Who wants to go next? Who wants to go next? Here, Shantae. Give it to Jason. Give it to Jason. Although, first we get yelled at for making too much noise. Give it to Jason. Sorry. I guess that had to happen almost, right? Jason has his own way of psyching himself up. But it doesn't take him long to find someone to talk to, 
a boy about his own age, hanging out in the new books section. Hello, my name is Jason. What's yours? Hey, my name is Devon. Hello, Devon. Okay. How do you feel about the, uh, the way the neighborhood is? Um, the neighborhood is going safe right now. Um, neighborhood been quiet for a couple of days. Um, police like going up and down the street checking. Um, everything's been good in the neighborhood, and yeah, some good things happening. What do you like best about the neighborhood? That's a lots of nice people around, respectful people, a lot. Um, like. People coming down the street playing basketball a lot. I like playing basketball a lot. Are there any things you want to change about the neighborhood? Um, no, not really. Okay, thank you. Next, it's Ashanti's turn, and she decides to talk to a man working on his laptop computer. Hello, I'm Ashanti, and I'm working with a program over by the Oval. Would you be willing to answer a question for me? Sure. Is there anything you would like to see improved around the neighborhood? Stores could stay open later. They usually close at about 8 o'clock or 7 o'clock, so they could stay open a little bit later at night. You know, you want to come out and get something to eat. The uh, convenience stores are closed. The gasoline station is closed. We can buy little snacks and things like that, so they're open a little bit later. Okay. And then ask his, his name and where he lives. What's your name and where do you live? John Williams, and I'm at uh, uh, Shaker Square. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so things are definitely looking up. People are being open. The kids are having fun, so much so that Zoe's ready to take another shot. But as we walk back outside and down the stairs of the rapid transit station to talk to people waiting for the train, the yes. tone takes an unexpected turn. Introduce yeah, yourself and say your Okay. I'm Zoe. Uh, we're working on a project for the neighborhood. I was wondering if I could ask you some questions. Project for what? The neighborhood. Oh, the neighborhood? Yes. Yeah, what project are you working on? Um, it's like, just, we're gonna build something on Brit Oval just to make it look um, better, like slide, uh, not slide, well, picnic tables, and stuff like that. Project for the neighborhood. You know what I think this this neighborhood want? All these sore eyes, ohms, need to be torn down, you know? And people need help to fix their houses up, you know? The neighborhood is a disgrace. The train comes, and Zoe and the other kids run back down the platform. No, see, I went and I went and I pet the horses today, right? I went and I pet some horses today, and I was scared at first, but they were nice to me. I went to go pet the horse, and she was not nice to me. As if to underline the discomfort, there's a big old dead moth or something on the stairs and it's freaking all the kids out. Oh, that's a mutation or something. Um, let me throw some. I thought that was cardboard. No, that's a book. I 
I kind of want to kick it, but I'm scared. Back at street level, we all spend a moment regrouping. I don't want to dwell on the episode too much so we can leave it behind us, but I make a mental note to make sure I process it with Zoe later. Okay, is anybody up for doing a one more and then we'll go back and debrief? As a kind of chaser, Jonathan does one more interview inside a convenience store with a guy who's filling his cup at a soda fountain. Unfortunately, this one goes a little better. Okay, go for it. Um, excuse me, sir? Um, we're doing a project with this company we work for, and so basically we're asking people, because we're building a park over there, and we want to know what you think should be done with the neighborhood, what you feel about it, what you want to take out of it, and what you'd like to put be put in it. This neighborhood, I would like to see a, uh, like a basketball park for the kids, a pool area. Because when I was younger, the park up the street, the field next to it, we used to play like Donovan football and stuff like that. He tells us his name is Nick Hughley, and he lives on Buckeye Road. Nice to meet you, Nick Nick Hughley. Thank you, Nick. Good to meet you. Uh, You hit the stop. It's almost time for the kids to go home. So we head back inside to the Boys and Girls Club to talk about what we've learned. All right, you guys, so you just did your first uh, on-street interviews. How do you feel? I feel good, but it was scary at first because I didn't know where, how people were going to react and stuff. I interviewed one lady, but she was mean. So, <laughs> so I mean, not that I didn't agree with a lot of things she said. What she said? But, well, she... She was like, um. Like, she was being. Like, I agree with what she said, too, but she just said it way too rudely. She was talking about how, um. How it looked, um, like ugly and stuff like that. And I can't agree with that, because, like, some of, like, the houses are torn up, or, like, they have, um, boards on their houses, or, like, the grass isn't cut, or the grass is dry, or something. It just makes it look unappealing. I asked Zoe if she thinks that paints an accurate picture of the neighborhood. I think it tells how people perceive the neighborhood. And she talks about how the government needed to fix it and stuff like that, but yeah. yeah. The people I interviewed were so nice. Like, I don't know how she got like the meanest person. Like the lady I first talked to, like she obviously had like opinions that she's kept in. It's like she, it was like, she really liked to actually tell somebody about it. And then the little boy, he said he likes likes the neighborhood, and like I I think it's a nice neighborhood. Like it's definitely a nice neighborhood. Like things should be changed, like the robberies and all that stuff. Like that should be changed, but it's overall it's a nice neighborhood. So you're saying she she had a bunch of stuff. Maybe she was just waiting for a chance to be able to say it. Yeah, definitely. How about you, Ashanti? I agree with what most of the people said in here and then outside. It was like nice talking to people. But at first, I was nervous. I didn't really want to do it, but I enjoyed doing it. Did talking to these people today, guys, did it did it change any of your ideas about what you want to do in Brit Oval this summer, or did it give you any ideas? Make sure like looks clean and not just like thrown together. Like I want it to look neat. Mm-hmm. Have more people help us build. I was surprised that people were being nice. Yeah, and that they don't just assume. Oh, there's somebody recording us that wanted to know info about something bad. It was so cool how some of the kids are now able to trust us. 
because now they can probably help us so to take less time to build the parks on the day. You mean the kids you talked to today? Yeah. How about you, Ashanti? Any closing thoughts? Today was good. Um, I was surprised that two of the people that I interviewed, they had the similar things in common about what they liked. They both sit at the library. So that was cool. I really like that library. Do you think there could be any overlap or tie-in from the project in Brit Oval to the library? We could go to the library and get some of the kids just come over there and help. Or maybe we could build something for the library, like a bench to go outside of the library or something like that. Or we could tell them about an event and like we just have like a bonfire and a picnic there and it'd be really nice. Fire routes at the library. Fire and fire and hot dogs and fire. I like fire. All right, guys, that was awesome. You guys did a great job. That's not easy to do, so congratulations. Wait, round of applause. So there you have it. People in Buckeye like living in their neighborhood, but they're concerned about safety and housing conditions. The library is awesome, and maybe there's a way to partner with them this summer, and random strangers on the street are friendlier than you might expect most of the time. Those are just some of the themes the kids may continue to explore as they work together building stuff and talking to people this summer. Because right now, we're actually building a Making Our Own Stories recording studio in downtown Cleveland, and the kids will be using it to interview adults, not only to learn from them, but to teach them too, about the kind of city they want to live in. That's all in future episodes. Stay tuned for a sneak peek after the credits. Making Our Own Stories is a project of Kent State University's Cleveland Urban Design Collaborative, and it's made possible by a grant from the Cleveland Foundation's Minority Arts and Education Fund. The kids are participating with the permission of their parents. It's produced by David Jerka, Jesse Hawkins, Ellen Sullivan, D'Angelo Knuckles, and me, Justin Glanville. Our online producer and photographer is Beth Conway. Special thanks to the Boys and Girls Club of Cleveland, Cleveland Public Library, the Cleveland Botanical Gardens, and Nelson Beckford of the St. Luke's Foundation. Our music is by DJ Doc Harrell and the Kids of Fresh Camp, a hip-hop recording camp that helps students re-envision Cleveland neighborhoods. Check out our website and get in touch at wearemoose.org backslash stories. We'd love to hear from you. And follow the Cleveland Urban Design Collaborative on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Next time on Making Our Own Stories, the kids keep honing their new interview skills. I want to know, what do you think we should do with the neighborhood? Like, what do you want to be done? It would be wonderful to see the housing. There's lots of plans for housing. And we'll also check out how they're doing with their building projects. That's all coming up on Making Our Own Stories. Thanks a lot for listening. Buckeye is the place to be. People always on the